Welcome, everybody, again to another episode of the Hungarian Football Podcast. This is episode 27, and today we have a very, very special treat for you. We have Dominic Bliss, who is with us. And if you don't know Dominic, Dominic is uh, one of the first blogs that I ever remember reading about uh, about football um, called The Inside Left uh, a number of years ago. Uh, I believe he's no longer doing that. But since then, uh, Dom's been very busy. Uh, Dom has written a book about the life of Ergi Erbstein, who, if you haven't picked it up and read it yet, I'm telling you, you need to do it. Without further ado, I'm going to uh, hand the mic off to the man himself, Dominic Bliss. I'm going to let uh, him introduce our other special guests. And in the background as well, Thomas Mortimer is with us. Say hello, Tom, if you're there. Hello, I'm just here to listen. I've got like <laughs> f- 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 uh, front row seats, basically. Yeah, I feel like we're in the presence of greatness here, and I want to <laughs> hand it off as quickly as possible. So, for Dominic, welcome. We're glad you're here. We're so thankful for all the work that you've done for um, uh, uh, what we're about to talk about. And again, I know we've talked a lot about this last summer ahead of the tournament, but uh, I want to be able to allow you to introduce our other guests today and and just guide us in this in this little chat about uh, Budapest Athletic Club and their uh, their history, what happened last summer, and then um, currently, and what's going to be going on in the future. So, Dominic, welcome, and the show is yours. Uh, hi, Chris. Thanks very much for the intro, and uh, hello, Tom, as well. Um, yeah, we, we've we've had a couple of podcasts before about the life and times of Ernu Egri Erbstein, um, whose biography I wrote, and um, I think when the book came out, the English version of the book, we we did a podcast. And then about a year ago, we did a podcast ahead of the first ever Egri Erbstein tournament in which we discussed the resurrection of Budapest Athletic Club, which is the uh, historic Budapest team who were founded out of MTK Budapest in 1900. Now, at the time, MTK Budapest didn't have a football team. So the guys who wanted to play football left and formed their own club, uh, BAK which is pronounced Bok in Hungarian. Um, and that's why they have a ram on their badge, because uh, Bok is the Hungarian word for a male sheep. So if you're ever wondering why there's a really mean looking Bok ram on the uh, badge, that's why. Um, so after a year of, of being founded, they entered uh, Division Two of the Hungarian Football League when there were only two leagues. And within four, four seasons, they've been promoted to the top flight. Uh, in 1905, where they joined, uh, ironically, MTK Budapest, who had formed their own football team in the meantime, um, and obviously gone on to become a much better financed team than Bok. So that must have been quite a strange experience for the players back then at the start of the 20th century. However, they did go on to finish in third place in the league in 1912, and their best year was 1913, when they were runners-up in the Hungarian Cup, and they had the great Alfred Schaffer, who is one of the greatest Hungarian players of all time up front for them. He scored in that cup final and later went on to play for Bayern Munich and manage AS Roma. They also had a player called Jenu Karoy, who uh, was a wonderful servant to Bok and was also a Hungarian international. And he went on to manage Juventus. In fact, he was the Juventus manager the year they won the Scudetto for the first time, 1926. But he died of a heart attack on the bench shortly before they were confirmed as champions. So his story in itself is an incredible one. And Bok is full of these stories. Uh, Erbstein's is only one of them. But by 
the 20s, they'd been relegated. They were struggling to keep up with the professionalisation of football and what that meant for the, the more wealthy clubs. And uh, they never really made it back to the top flight. By the time the uh, Second World War had ended and the uh, communist era was about to begin in Hungary, Bok were uh, folded 1947, they dissolved. So that should have been the end of the story of Bok. And it was in 2017, 70 years later, that I received an email from our guest today, Bertalan Molnar, who had decided that he wanted to reform a club in his district, the Zuglo district of Hungary, that had uh, been gone for a long time. And I think the final push he needed to do that was reading the story of Erbstein, which was um, great for me to hear. And I immediately wanted to help. So we've got him here today to tell us how that happened and and what encouraged him to do that in Budapest. And also we've got the player, Marte Farkas, and I'm really sorry about my pronunciation, Marte, um, who uh, played for the team that Bok took over the identity of. So Bok actually um, took the took on the identity of a pre-existing team called Respect, who had been promoted from the fourth tier of Budapest football, which is the seventh tier of Hungarian football. They had been promoted in their first season, I believe. And um, at the end of it, they were approached by Bertalan and asked if they wanted to become Bok. Did they want to take on this historical identity, which he had the uh, legal rights to? And we're going to hear from Marte about that decision, what that meant to the players and uh, what's happened since then. So hopefully these guys can clear up some of the question marks I might have about it. And of course, we're going to talk about the two great cup competitions. First, the Egri Herbstein tournament, which we founded together and which included Corinthian Casuals, the great English amateur club of, who, of which I'm a member. So I'm not entirely unbiased on that count. Um, and also the Budapest Cup, where... Um, Bok had reached a semi-final, I believe, just before the coronavirus lockdown. So we'll find out a bit more about that run and what that meant to the players, because it's an incredible achievement for a team in the third tier of the Budapest football ranks to reach the semi-finals of that competition. Um, so why don't I start with you, Bertalan, and ask, why did you decide to resurrect Bok in the first place? Hi, everyone. Um, and thanks, Dom. It's hard to add anything uh, to your uh, introduction. Uh, the basic point was, uh, honestly, the idea is coming from, from the UK. When I was on a business trip and uh, came back uh, on the plane, it was uh, uh, the FA Cup time uh, when, you know, there is a, there is a period in FA uh, tournament the cup tournament when uh, the lower division teams still uh, uh, having a chance just playing in the last uh, 16 or the last eight teams or something there so there is this this miracle uh, making kind of period of the fa cup and when i just heard about uh, i think the, the the team name was lincoln i'm not sure right now because it was a few years ago but uh, i just um, heard about uh, or just read in the newspaper uh, they were in the last eight I think and they were against Arsenal they played against Arsenal and it was a real a charming part of the of the amateur uh, football and when I came back to Hungary or when I arrived back to Hungary I was thinking about uh, okay it's a Hungary the, the football is is a completely different game right now unfortunately because it's not about the quality it's about the environment or or what is about or or what is surrounding the, the Hungarian football life 
right now it's very negative there is no supporters on the pitch there is everyone uh, or most of the supporters uh, just uh, fed up with this uh, state-owned kind of club so it means it's a very uh, very different situation we have in case of football and honestly i was and i am still a big football fan but uh, slowly slowly we have some disappointment in case of results of the hungarian national team results and what is happening and this is the most important part what what is happening in hungary right now in case of in the name of football that's that's, that's the sort uh, the, the saddest part of this and uh, i just when i when i came back to hungary i i thought maybe it would be great just to do something and uh, just start something which is uh, which is goes back for the real and positive amateur feeling or the amateur atmosphere what was what was 100 years ago and i just found bach as a forgotten uh, hero of the hungarian football uh, as i told you i I was a journalist uh, decades ago, but I should tell you honestly, I never heard about them because uh, it was, as, as Dominic mentioned, 70 years ago, uh, it was it was stopped working or stopped existing. But uh, but it was one of the most famous Hungarian or Budapest club uh, at that time or the in the peak time of Bach. And uh, and yes, maybe that was the reason why I decided I wanted to do something which is. Uh, which is positive in case of the amateur football uh, and it goes uh, a little bit beyond uh, or it, it's uh, uh, the agri Abstate tournament was one part why why we decided to do something with agri and name and uh, we decided to have the tournament this is one step towards this uh, kind of amateur football support if i can be honest uh, with you and uh, on another hand i wanted to just to uh, Re, uh, uh, re, uh, rename or re-establish a club which was uh, uh, a very very famous one at, uh, at that period and honestly I wanted to change uh, in Hungary everything which is old football or the historic football is starting and ends with Puskas you know our greatest uh, player uh, but the problem is there is a lot of uh, big and good players and coaches uh, uh, in the world who came from Hungary, but unfortunately they are completely forgotten. And Agri Aston, one of them. And that's why it was another reason why we wanted to just to pay some respect for for the memory of Agri Aston. And as you mentioned, Schaffer, who is still uh, known as the Fußball König, the Fußball football king in the, in Germany, and uh, Jan uh, uh, Karoy. Who was uh, uh, who was a real, real uh, famous uh, international player and played for uh, I think for eight years. So this is the two big elements, uh, or these are the two elements why I decided to to uh, having Bach again on the football football map in Hungary. So um, Mate, you were already playing for respect as it was at the time um, when you and the rest of the players heard from Bertalan that there was this interest in joining forces and becoming Bok. Uh, did, first of all, did you have to learn a lot about the history of your new identity of your club? And second of all, what did you think? Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, I was a player of uh, respect, uh, but I just joined for the team. So uh, I was playing there for just half a year, half season. 
And uh, I remember Bertalan came uh, with his uh, friend to our last game of the of the of the competition when we had to win against uh, amateur Eshe <laughs> uh, for the promotion. And uh, as they were the bottom of the league, uh, it was a good chance to to uh, introduce ourselves to Bertalan uh, with a with a game we must won, uh, and we won uh, 5-0, I guess. So, uh, yeah, it was the the game when we uh, knew that uh, we earned the promotion, which Respect uh, targeted for five years. Uh, so it was a, it was a target, but uh, we couldn't reach it uh, until until then. So. Then uh, after the game, uh, there was a speech from Bertsy and uh, and uh, Peter Bernau, who is uh, vice president of uh, of the BAC, and uh, they they uh, shared the idea and uh, the decision for the team that the BAC uh, will uh, re uh, to reform. Re- re- they recreated, yes, mm. and they uh, led the decision to the players that uh, which name uh, shall we use that uh, Buck Respect or Buck itself. And uh, it was a very, very uh, kind uh, gesture from them for the team that uh, we, we could keep uh, our identity and uh, create a new one, which is. Uh, Bok and respect uh, together. So, yeah, it was it was clear that uh, for the for the innovation is needed for the team. So, Bertalan and uh, his his uh, friends uh, gave a lot of uh, new ideas and new uh, new energy for the for the respect. So I I can say that. Uh, I'm not sure we would be uh, this uh, successful uh, as we we remain respect. So Bach is uh, is a good. Uh, how can I say? It's been good. It's been good for step. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a next step which uh, which we very needed this this energy and the the vision and the amazing things uh, that happened uh, in in these two years for for the team. So and the second question was that uh, the the history about the ah that's true yeah, that was the second question. <laughs> so uh, as uh, in the team there are I think four or five journalists. Originally, respect was uh, was a team of uh, sports journalism and uh, media uh, executives, but uh, now we are like like four or five. So I, I came for the team. Uh, for the invitation of uh, reporter of uh, Aero News, uh, Attila Magyar, who is our uh, central defender. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, we, we had to uh, dig uh, deep a little bit in uh, in Hungarian uh, football history. But uh, for those who are also uh, uh, we, we got Peter Csillag. Uh, uh, Nemzeti Sport journalist uh, who always uh, try to uh, train 
us about the, the historical background of the buck and as he was the captain on, on those in those times the team uh, adapted uh, well this this culture uh, like one month or two months so yeah and then and uh, everybody is uh, familiar uh, about the history and the legends of the buck I remember when yeah. I first first visited um, the team. To, I came to Budapest to see the team and to meet meet the directors and the players. And um, the uh, Petty Shilag, who you've just mentioned there, who is who's a Nemzeti Sport journalist, um, yeah. he was telling me how it was lucky that there were so many sports journalists in the team because you were all in a really good position to access the newspaper archives and read about the the original team so you could actually know the history of yeah. the club. Yeah, Which that's true. Honestly, well, we, uh, sorry uh, to interrupt, uh, we we thanks a lot to Peter Chilog because uh, there's a nice story about uh, the decision. Uh, I wasn't there at that time when the team first heard about we would like to invite the players and having a new kind of uh, team or a new team uh, in, under the name of Buck because uh, uh, Peter just uh, told, the team, told the team, okay guys, it's like uh, Ferenc Varus would ask us to use their name uh, for as, as, a as a new team name. So Ferenc Varus is the most uh, famous uh, pop and popular team in Hungary and uh, uh, Peter Chilla knew exactly all history and that's why he told uh, this kind of quote or this, this is a quote from him and more or less he's right or he would have been right uh, 100 years ago because at that time we played against Ferenc Varos uh, mm -hmm. in the cup in the cap tie, I'm in the camp final, uh, in the Hungarian cup final. And honestly, we not just once uh, finished runner-up in the cup, but there was in an, uh, previously the Hungarian cup, there was the, we called it Ezüstlabda, it means the silver ball competition, and which was the predecessor or the, or the pre-Hungarian cup tournament. And the, we lost this uh, final again, unfortunately, I should say, and it was against Ferenc Varos also. So, so we we, we both uh, lost against Ferenc Varos in uh, in the two cup uh, final where we participated. But uh, back to Chilla, Peter Chillak's quote: He he's, uh, he was the captain of the team, and right now I'm very positive because uh, uh, next year we would like to have the. Um, um, the veteran uh, team, or we want to having a new buck team. It's the old or the or the um, the ex players who is not participating in the sixth division. They would uh, form a new team and they will go to the veteran uh, cup. And uh, Peter Chilog uh, playing there in this team, and I hope he will join us again uh, because uh, I'm very thankful. Uh, what he what he provided for us at that period when we have this very important part uh, when we re-established or renewed the club. Do, do you know you said about um, how you spoke briefly, Bertalan, about your your values of uh, of kind of how you see Bok um, and kind of um, joining a mm -hmm. disjointed football landscape. Um, mm -hmm. What's the kind of, what was the philosophy behind respect? Because obviously respect, the word is, um, well, obviously it kind of speaks for itself. So did you, when you wanted to take over respect, was it 
because you kind of had two philosophies, like both clubs had similar kind of philosophies? Uh, I, I'm honestly with you 100%. Uh, respect was, uh, uh, it, it was like a positive coincidence. Uh, honestly, I didn't know anything about the team uh, and my uh, vice chairman uh, knew uh, Peter Bernau a lot about them because he was with the team as a kind of manager or something like that. I don't know the right word in English, uh, his position. Uh, uh, and he, he was with the team with respect for, for, for several years. And we, what I knew about them is a very nice guys, a bunch of guys. Who, who would be important just to ask them or it would be interesting just to ask them to join us. But honestly, the name of respect, uh, it's, it's for me. It wasn't that important because I always wanted to have a real identity for Bach. And uh, when I offered this chance just to use the respect name, it was clear for everyone uh, from a limited period of time we will use it. And right now, honestly, uh, for example, our futsal team is not using the respect name uh, anymore. And slowly, slowly, I would like to just having the Bach name uh, alone. Uh, without the respect uh, uh, add-on, because honestly, it's the team is changed, and the whole uh, Budapest Athletic Cup changed, and uh, that's why it's uh, it's a nice history what we have, and we always will be very very proud uh, for respect. But uh, our identity is Budapest Athletic Club, and this is Buck, and that's why it's uh, it was important. I I believed heavily, and it was a great chance for us. A lot of very nice guy like like Mate uh, joined us, and uh, together with them we started something brand new. That was my approach, honestly, to this to this story, uh, and it was very important the people in the team and not just the name. I can tell you, Bertland. Uh, one quick question, just to um, hop on uh, what Thomas had asked. You had mentioned at some point that uh, it sounded like your decision to reform the club uh, was fueled by what was happening, quote, in the, the name of football in Hungary. Can you explain that a little bit more to the casual observer that may not know what is happening in the name of football in Hungary? Okay. It would be so boring for Mate because my pers my my vision was always communicated for him. And it, it, it happened several times that I can tell you, of course. Look, right now we're playing completely two different kind of football. In Hungary, there is one one football which is for the for the first division and maybe the second division, and for the national team, which is a completely uh, organized and uh, and uh, I can tell you it, it not just owned the the teams owned by a political party in Hungary, maybe all of them. I mean, in the first division, there is only one team who don't have an owner who is not part of the political party, of the ruling political party in Hungary. Uh, on the other hand, there is a very interesting uh, support uh, system uh, for football, which is unhealthy. Uh, it means a lot of state money goes to the football, which is, uh, uh, of course, even an amateur team can get some support money from the from from the state. So it would mean it would help us. But I still think it's absolutely unhealthy because it's creating a, a very uh, artificial environment uh, uh, for the football. I, I, I hope you understand what I mean, which is completely different for the system, for example, in the UK you have. Uh, so it means there is no uh, 
money, uh, the money goes to the system, which means the quality is still low. We don't have um, 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 a new generation who would uh, who would show some signs it will be changed in the future. This money, the state money, should improve the youth talents in Hungary, which is not happening because there is not enough good coaches, for example. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of clubs just using this opportunity, just, sorry to say, stealing this money or using for different purposes. I can tell you, of course, examples for this. Uh, and this is one part of the football. And there is another part of football, or this is this is another thing what we call football in Hungary, which is all level, this, this amateur level. And there are a lot of very, very good people and very valuable people, as I told you, like Mate and and but I can I can mention all the other guys in, in for example, in Bach, but there are other teams, of course, when there is very, very good guys playing and doing some things for the football. Uh, which is the amateur level, which unfortunately absolutely not popular right now, because as I told you, a lot of people uh, very uh, unsatisfied what's happening in case of football. And of course, we're building nice stadiums. We can be, we can, we can win some some competition. Uh, I mean, if you just look at how nice stadium you have, but not on the pitch, what we produce. Uh, but unfortunately, that's that uh, is just a waste of money or a lot of people thinking it's just a way of how you can wash. Uh, it's, it's a money laundry kind of thing. Uh, and uh, and yes, that's 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 why I told you, uh, if you ask me, I would like to apply for a, for a vice president position for the amateur football league uh, or football association and this is one of the reasons why i would like to do it because i'm sure i don't want to fight against the system because it's a it's a it's a it's a don quixote kind of fight against the mills you know this the old story and i don't want to do it because that's pointless i just want to show and this is very important i want to show the positive part what means amateur football and what means real football in Hungary, and that's what we can show, honestly. I'm, I'm yes, a little bit a dreamer. I can, I can, yeah, you can say it. I'm a little bit uh, in, in a dream world living, but uh, without it, I think that's pointless to do anything, and that's why I believe heavily that's what we should do. So that's that's the situation in Hungary in case of football or in the name of football that's happening in Hungary. One of the big things that I noticed when I went out there was the fact that the people don't support uh, amateur teams or non-league teams. A big problem. Huge. That's, yeah, that's a big problem. That's a big problem. We are in the sixth division, uh, Corinthian casuals in the seventh division, and you have four or five hundred supporters per game. And in Hungary, it's absolutely not possible. It's even the first division teams don't have sometimes four or five hundred people on the, uh, in the stadiums. And... Look, uh, in my childhood, I was, I remember, I have some memories, maybe Mate don't have because, or didn't have because he is much younger than me. And unfortunately, maybe he don't have any kind of uh, <laughs> or a memory or positive memory about it. But I remember, and I was some games uh, in the 80s or even in the beginning of the 90s when it was really, really uh, important uh, and it was popular, just go to a match uh, uh, and, and, and even in the second division, I was in MTK matches in the second division and it was more people there than right now uh, in a first division game or something. Martin, I, I was going to 
Oh, oh sorry. Sorry, sorry again. Yeah. Uh, just on that point, um, you say that um, well, obviously, like that, no one goes to watch the games these days. But that didn't always used to be the case. Did it? I think I don't know if you um, if you kind of came came across this, but like in villages and stuff, um, villages away from Budapest, there's. There used to yes. be kind of big rivalries in in amateur in the amateur game, didn't there? With with kind of like big crowds of like five hundred yes, or so. So there is quite yeah. a history of amateur football in Hungary. It's not like it's never existed. No, I think it it was existed uh, twenty years ago or thirty years ago. Right now, it's just vanished this kind of habit because people are fed up with this with this very. Um, uh, it, it's it's unpopular right now. The village, uh, if you go to the countryside, it's a different kind of animal. I agree with you. Right now, even it can be different because uh, there is very, very limited uh, source of uh, uh, how you can you can um, have some fun or just do something even. And that's why it's, uh, if going to a match on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, it still can be charming for these village, smaller villages. And that's why it's, there can be some supporters there. But in Budapest, in the Pest country, it's, uh, it's more or less the same story everywhere. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I played in the countryside as well mm-hmm. uh, eight, eight or nine years ago. And I was uh, 20 and uh, I played in front of 100 people when we when we played against the biggest rival the the village next to us so uh, there was a culture still existed but uh, it's less and less likely in the countryside as well Budapest uh, totally different Uh, that is not a good basis right now for the amateur teams in terms of uh, supporters so we we had to we had to work a lot have to work a lot uh, for to to change this yes yeah and it's a very very uh it's 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 far from an easy job to do uh, or is it us to do? Because uh, it's uh, it's even uh, in within three days' time, I will have a board meeting with my directors, and this would be one of the most important questions uh, from uh, for them or or from us, uh, for from me. Sorry, uh, how we can uh, turn the tide? How we can have more supporters to our game? How we can generate some marketing and PR uh, issues or stories about Buck, which should or could generate some more supporters who would who would join us and the answer is more or less i know what what i get is an answer it's it's impossible to do it right now because in general the overall uh feeling or the overall uh uh opinion about uh, the Hungarian football is so negative. So that's why it's uh, it's no one want to go to an amateur or professional or any kind of level uh, football match. Do you feel that Budapest is almost like too cosmopolitan? Budapest is, uh, there is two footballs in Hungary and there is two Hungary. There is one, but there is Budapest and there is the countryside, I can tell you. So it's completely different. And honestly, it's... Uh, uh, it in the, the best and most important teams was always in or were always in Budapest. So there is only I think uh, three or four 
village or countryside sorry club uh, won the national championship uh, and all the other times or i mean it's i think it was four or five years when no budapest team won the championship in hungary so that's why it's comp it's very very strong they have the budapest teams are very strong sometimes too strong or it was too strong in a in a in a in a, in a, in a history and this is uh this is where the tragic began uh, uh because there are a lot of uh huge and very famous Hungarian and Budapest teams has lost the supporters base. You can call about or you can talk about Vasas, for example, who was in the national international uh, uh, cup for, for several years. Uh, or even you can talk about Uipest, which is my favorite team in Budapest. And there is few hundred people going to matches no more than this so it's or, or it's, it's maybe a thousand but not more so it's uh, the problem is maybe budapest is too cosmopolitan but it's no question uh, we lost a lot in case of interest or uh, a lot of supporters uh, for the football like you say like like a lot of like Uyipest who you mentioned there Vosos Honved I think they've yeah. almost lost their 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 football cultures where you see Zalagerseg Diozjo out in the in the countryside not even competed for the title but they've still got a real fan culture to them it's only in in, in kind of how I see it it's only kind of Ferencvaros in Budapest who've kind of kept their their proper fan culture really it's interesting like and and you talk about how kind of outside of Budapest where in the countryside amateur football is kind of thriving or at least doing better than Budapest. It's, it's weird that it's almost focused, that this problem exists almost in the capital uh, in itself. Yeah, but but don't, uh, honestly, it's, it's just uh, half true what you mentioned, because Diorgir is a nice example, but this is, Diorgir is a special kind of club in the countryside. If you go in that direction, I mean, in the eastern Hungary, there is not more not not even for you can you can mention Debrecen. Debrecen is the second biggest uh, uh, city in Hungary, and when they won they won the championship, and right now there is no fun culture there. There is no people mm -hmm. going there. Yeah. Diorgyur is always a kind of my father is uh, is from Diorgyur from that region. It's it's a different. They, yes, they love football, and but please believe me, uh, the supporters lost. Uh, the interest or less supporter going for the Diorgir matches right now than it was 30 years ago or than, than how many uh, supporters they had 30 years ago. So in this case, and Ferenc Varos is again uh, a different uh, kind of animal if you just look at the story like this because there is some rivaling uh, support or, or fans, fan, fan bases uh, inside the club. There is one part who is controlled by the uh, the owner of the club who is a member of the uh, political party in Hungary so it's uh, I, I don't say there is a real uh, football culture or sort of fan culture uh, among fans virus supporters even I just uh, I just saw on Netflix the uh, Sunday until I die uh, I like it very much and if you just compare with the, I know Sunderland is a special place in the UK, but if you just look at this is a fan base, this is a history of uh, of uh, a very nice culture of uh, of, of fan culture, or, or 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 yes, that's the best word for this. But if you just look at the story like this, there is an erosion, or there is some kind of uh, 
uh, we, we're facing some problems uh, in this case, uh, in this fan culture question as well, I think. I think we should move on and talk about the Egri Erbstein tournament as well, um, because that was an that was an example of two these two cultures coming together. Um, Corinthian Casuals came and they came with, I don't know, 80 or 90 supporters and local people from South London who wanted to come and see this tournament. And um, we also had uh, people who wanted to support the three Hungarian teams that took part in the competition. And I think the stadium itself, the, the Sonyuti Stadium, was such a perfect um, example of this kind of old architecture from the mid 20th century that is unspoiled and it fitted what we were doing perfectly. It wasn't new. It wasn't identical to all the other new stadiums. There was some character to it. There was character to the clubs and their history. And there was a real sort of feeling of we're doing something different here. How did it feel for you, Bertrand, to finally see that tournament happen? It's like a dream come true because, yeah, that's true. It's honestly, it's one of my biggest achievements in my life. I'm doing business... Uh, uh, for 20 years, I mean, I'm running marketing company and PR, uh, PR manager or director of uh, big companies. But honestly, if you ask me which is the biggest achievement in case of my professional life, I would say this one. Because when I started it, when it was nothing more than just a dream, and it goes back to what Mate mentioned, the first meeting with the team, I promised them we will play international matches. And of course, there was a lot of... Uh, laugh or at least they not believe too much they thought okay it's a guy who is promising something which he he will not uh, uh, take or he will not uh, uh, make it true and that's why it was very important for me just to keep my word and uh, and uh, or or my promise kept keep and uh, and a lot of people told me when I started this and was dreaming about the the tournament. Okay, it's too much. Uh, you will not uh, will uh, um, succeed it, or or it it, it, it you can't do it. Uh, and that's why it's for me, as I told you, it's a dream come true. That's yeah, that's uh, the best uh, 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 what I can tell about it. Marte, what was it like to play against uh, an English club? You know, I <laughs> I, I never uh, have had the courage to say in my career that I will I will uh, play in an international level. So <laughs> it was like a uh, amazing uh, experience. So the Corinthian players uh, were so uh, how can I say they were uh, gentlemen on the pitch. So if uh, we uh, attack the ball together and uh, something happened they always uh, said oh okay how do you uh, how are you doing mate uh, uh, are you okay and uh, yes they were they were so uh, nice to us and uh, the result was 0-0 uh, in half time so it was a big uh, success for us to reach uh, to keep uh, uh, goalless the, the half uh, time but uh, after that, uh, of course, uh, we were tired because uh, we <laughs> almost just uh, defended in the whole game. And uh, the result was 3-0 uh, for uh, Corinthian. But uh, it was a nice experience. And uh, yeah, what Berti said, uh, he, he kept uh, his promise. And uh, it was a 
was an opportunity and uh, and uh, and an experience uh, that uh, that uh, some players never thought uh, it can happen in his uh, career. Did you notice any difference in the style of football? Yeah, uh, I think uh, we were more uh, more uh, technical in terms of uh, passing style. You know, we we are always using the short passes. Uh, right then, uh, we were not as good in short passing that now because uh, almost a year. Uh, Later, uh, I can say that the team improved. So, as as you said, we are we are in the quarter final in the Budapest Cup right now, not the semi yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but we we reached the last eight and we we played uh, out uh, tier one Budapest uh, team, the Vizmuvek, which is uh, the same level uh, as Corinthian. I think uh, because I played both in both matches and uh, I would say the Corinthian could play in the Hungarian third or or fourth division and uh, and the Vizmivek uh, who who we played out they they also uh, compete in the in the fourth division in Hungary so uh, but the style, the style, uh, the Corinthian was more direct, you know, with the ball. Uh, in in three or four touches, uh, you were in the in the box uh, already. But uh, yeah, it's a little bit uh, different than in Hungary, in amateur level. Are you the... and the ag- more aggressive and more aggressive, uh, oh. but but uh, in a good way, you know. Very, very diplomatic uh, at the end. Uh, <laughs> Bertalan, um, what's the level of the other teams in the quarterfinal of the Budapest Cup? Are you the lowest team left? Uh, there is another one uh, from the uh, from the sixth division team uh, who was uh, who who just reached this level. But yes, there is only two. Uh, six division teams and I think all the others are from the fourth division and uh, there is a big difference between the uh, the fourth, fifth and sixth division. There is a huge gap between them because for for example, who is uh, heading uh, with the first place on the fourth division, uh, they players, there is even an ex-Hungarian international who is playing them, but he's in this in, in this 30s, so it means it's huge salary they're playing for, something like that. So that's what uh, Mate mentioned, we we won against Wiesmuvek. Wiesmuvek is the water, uh, water factory team, uh, or it's coming from the past, but that's the, that's the translation of the team. Uh, so it's a big achievement uh, having any kind of good results against the, against these teams. Uh, but yeah, right now in the last eight, we are uh, there is only one other uh, sixth division team, and uh, they are very very strong, and they will promote for the for to the second. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, it's from for for the fifth division uh, next year. That's for sure. So it's a very very strong team. Who's the Hungarian international? There is a, it's called uh, Repka, I think. That's oh, the name. Right. Cool. Yeah. What happens now? With... You... Sorry, go on. 
Uh, we don't know. It's a, that's a problem. This is still very important, very interesting, and the and the whole characteristic of the Hungarian uh, f- uh, football uh, problems. It, it shows all the problems what we have in case of football because right now we don't know anything. For example, it's very important just to mention mention two other teams for Bob because we not mentioned too much about it. But I would like to say some words. Uh, Dom, I, I just showed you today how uh, my, my new kit is uh, uh, it's, it's, it's for the futsal team. We have a very, very strong futsal team uh, uh, in, in Budapest. I mean, in, in, in uh, the Bach team is a very, very strong one. And uh, we just uh, um, we are in the promoted promotion level or promoted uh, 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 position. Uh, uh, in the competition when it was stopped uh, two year, two months ago, and we don't know what will happen with this team because we have a chance just to promote for the second division in Hungary, the second division. So it wow. would be a great achievement. And on another hand, we don't know what will happen with the Budapest Cup. Uh, we don't know what if there will be matches or not, or what will happen. And uh, and we don't have anything from the from the association, the football association. We don't have any word right now and uh, or until now i can tell you so it's uh, it really shows how absolutely marginal for them this uh, this level of football which i call real football and uh, yeah there is one more thing because i think our time is running out uh, i wanted to mention we have a very special uh, team uh, and i'm very proud of it uh, at Vok, which is a, a blind football team it's for blind and uh, and uh, and people uh, uh, blind for blind blind people and uh, this is a Paralympic uh, sport uh, and uh, we have a dedicated or uh, we have a team uh, in Bud- in Hungary uh, and this is the first amateur team who had a blind football uh, uh, team uh, in Hungary and uh, that's why I'm very very proud uh, we had this team. We have a very strong cooperation with uh, with another association. Sorry, another another uh, uh, team, a club uh, who is um, um, there. There's blind people sporting in this club. So we are a, a kind of pioneer work, or we doing some kind of pioneer work in case of this blind football in Hungary. What your what your aims and objectives for the future? What's the next target the next target uh it's definitely uh i want to uh, continue the agri tournament and there are some very specific plans uh right now how we can continue it in first of all in hungary and of course it would be great uh, just to do it on the international level as well in hungary uh the plan is there is no real uh cup competition for real amateur teams in Hungary. As I told you, uh, the third division and below this, every team should be amateur, which is far from, it's, it's not true. It's They're not amateur teams. The third division team is a complete professional level and the fourth and even part of the fifth level is, uh, is half professional teams. And there is the sixth and seventh division in Budapest. They are the amateur teams, more or less we can say, and there is no real uh, cup competition for them. And what I would like to do is just to having the agri tournament as a chance just for these amateur teams, just compete for 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 this trophy, the agri trophy in, Buda, in Hungary, in Budapest first. First step would be, of course, Budapest. And uh, 
it would be, and that's why I planning to have some uh, event, even to even this year for this tournament, because we would like to use the opportunity. Uh, if someone um, is relegated or lost in the Budapest Cup competition and they are from the sixth or seventh division, they would compete or they can compete. The best teams can compete in this Agri-Epstein tournament in, in, uh, um, in, in Budapest. So that's the idea and that's the plan. And of course, we have other plans, but uh, I think or this is the most important part uh, uh, or the, your question, uh, because we are talking about the Agri-Epstein tournament as well right now. Yeah. So it's like a, a local qualification process for the international tournament, or you mean it's a completely separate tournament? The the uh, the ideal version would be what you mentioned. It would be uh, just a, a preliminary phase for the international tournament, but of course it. Uh, wish, I, honestly, I'm very sure and very very positive uh, we can do it in the future. But I'm sure we can do it only together with Corinthian casuals. And honestly, it would be great just having more and more uh, uh, bigger amateur teams in Europe and we can just just uh, together we can do it because money is a big issue as we all know and uh, and yeah it would be the first step uh, for the international level just and and of course I just I, I don't in my 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 widest dreams uh, the agri FC tournament uh, preliminary phase would be played everywhere in Europe and of course there would be a great uh, or a big event like an amateur Champions League, when I it's really we, we are, I'm I'm very um, positive or optimist uh, optimistic about it. But it would be great just to have a big event and uh, the best amateur teams in Europe would play against each other. And uh, yeah, that would be great if it would be called or it will be called Agri Epstein Trophy uh, World Tournament. Yeah, fantastic. I think. Um... We have uh, we've spoken a lot about plans for the future. We we currently are in discussions with uh, two or three teams from around Europe, which I wouldn't want to reveal them at the moment um, until we've sorted everything out, especially in the current climate. Um, but it's very positive. And for those listeners who didn't hear the podcast a year or so ago when we were first setting up the Agri Erbstein tournament, I, I spoke with Thomas about it. Um, mm -hmm. We... Uh, Corinthian casuals uh, had their own story which kind of folded into the Agri Herbstein story and that is that in 1905 Corinthians um, so they're one of the two teams that merged to form the Corinthian casuals were considered to be one of the best teams in the world and they used to visit because they were amateur they didn't compete in the English League or the FA Cup they used to visit other countries and other parts of Britain and um, display their skills if you like um, they were almost like a Harlem Globetrotters of football. And um, mm -hmm. they they went to Brazil and founded the Corinthians in Brazil, who are now one of the biggest clubs in the world. And um, in 1905, their first ever trip to Europe, they started in Hungary. And they were so impressed by the enthusiasm of the local players, the local football teams and supporters, that they decided when they got back to London to mint a solid silver trophy, the Corinthian Cup which a year later, the Casuals, the other team who later <laughs> joined with them, uh, took back with them on their own tour of Europe. And uh, they arrived in 1906 with this trophy, which was presented to the amateur teams of Hungary, 
to compete for the Corinthian Cup. And in the first ever edition of the Corinthian Cup, Bok played Ferenc Faros, their old rivals. <laughs> and uh, yeah, unfortunately, they lost the game. But it's uh, this incredible piece of history that the Corinthian casuals then came back for the first ever Agri-Erbstein tournament in Hungary. And they brought with them the trophy as a symbolic historic gesture. Um, so we then at the final last summer, we had the original Corinthian Cup on display, which was kindly donated by the uh, National Sports Museum in Hungary, in Budapest. And we had the brand new uh, Corinthian Cup, which is forever going to be the prize for the winners of the Egri Erbstein tournament going forward. So it was a nod to the past and uh, this kind of gesture to the future that these two clubs, these two football cultures, England and Hungary, Bok and Corinthian casuals will be connected through this tournament, which we now hope will grow to incorporate all these other countries first in Europe, maybe in the world. We've had interest on the USA and Israel as well. So who knows where it could go? But it's all very exciting. Yeah, indeed. It's exciting. And uh, for the future, it's a good vision that you mentioned, uh, Berti, the the Champions League for the amateur clubs. That uh, sounds very motivating uh, for for every amateur player in Europe, I think. And with that, I think we can hand back to Chris and Tom. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Um, Dominic, thanks for leading a great discussion. Bertalan and Mate, thank you guys for coming on and just sharing your passion and ambition for the club. I feel like we'll have more questions over the uh, over the week as this rolls out and people begin to hear some of this stuff. Um, but uh, we're just uh, thankful you guys were able to come on today and share with us everything that's going on. And uh, just for amateur football in, in Hungary and maybe throughout Europe, um, I'd, I would love to see an amateur Champions League. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Uh, maybe even fit it into the latest version of Football Manager. You know, let's let's do that. Let's make it fun for everybody. <laughs> yeah. We can yeah. all be amateur, uh, ambitious amateurs. So, uh, But thanks again, gentlemen. We appreciate your time uh, today on a Sunday, and we look forward to talking with you again. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Goodbye. Have a nice evening.